Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Good morning, everybody. Hey, it's Greg Harrelson here uh, with the Level Up podcast uh, coming at you from um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which is my hometown. And of course, my uh, co-host, Brendan Payne, also in Myrtle Beach. We are going to have a conversation with you today about a listing. I think a lot of people would love to uh, increase their listing inventory, but we're going to talk about four dominoes that must fall if you want to build a fairly large listing business. So, Brendan, hey, thank you for joining me. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. This is going to be a good conversation. Yeah, you know, um, as a matter of fact, this conversation kind of uh, has really uh, evolved. But uh, the first time that I said, oh, my gosh, it's like four dominoes is you and I and Abe were sitting at Starbucks and we were having a conversation about uh, a seminar that we were all participating in and in, in, uh, around listings. And, and and the conversation just kind of like developed. And all I said, it's like, gosh, there's really only four dominoes that we got to focus on. So we thought uh, for all of those uh, loyal listeners with the Level Up podcast that we'd share those dominoes in hopes that we could help you generate more listings. So let's kick it off. We don't want to take a lot of their time. Um, you want to just kind of maybe start off with, uh, maybe you could tell us what the four dominoes are, Brendan, and then let's go back through each one. But let's go ahead and set the tone with all four in the beginning. For sure. And I think it's I think it's good to set the tone. Like um, everybody's talking about getting listings right now. I, I've heard from more people online, more um, agents, more owners, more managers. Everybody's talking about getting more listings. And you own the listings, you own the market, you control the listings, you control the market. And it's interesting that coming up with this term when you did really brings people back to like step one, because we talk about, we got to go get listings and then people go, oh, yeah, that sounds really good. And then they go and they show up at work and they're like, well, there's nobody, I don't have any listings here today. It's because you're starting with the fourth domino. Okay. The four dominoes are, first of all, you have to take action. There's always going to be action that you take. That's going to generate a lead. So without any action, you're not going to have the lead. Even if the lead comes to you, it's property valuation, seller lead. You still have to take action to get a hold of them, make that initial contact. So domino number one, taking action to get an actual lead. And when you have a lead, you got to have that lead so that you can then set an appointment. So we have leads, and Greg will talk a little bit about this. We get leads all the time, then we don't set appointments with them. So we go through the trouble and the effort to get the lead, but we don't set an appointment. So domino number two, with that lead that you have, then you've got to set the appointment. Number three, with the appointment, then you have to do a listing presentation. And we're going to talk a little bit about the couple of things that are within that um, setting the appointment that make it really, really um, much more effective when you go on your listing appointment. So domino number three is that you have to go on a listing appointment, whether that's over the phone, virtually in person, there's got to be that appointment. And the fourth one is what we all want is like, let's get more listings. Of course, we have to ask them for the business and they've got to hire us and get a listing contract signed. So there's your four. Greg, you want to kick it off with number one? Yeah. So, uh, so just to make sure we're talking about, you got to have a contact, which uh, is, a, is really is 
an activity will generate a contact. So if yeah. you do, uh, like you said, you could run a, an ad, what's my home worth? Somebody could sign up and you could contact them. You could contact a FISBO. You could contact an expired. You could do direct mail and somebody could call you and you could contact them. So it, domino number one, contact. Domino number two is setting the appointment. Domino number three is list and presentation. And domino four is asking for the business. Is that, that's kind of, uh, again, I just wanted to clarify that. So contact, you know, um, I, I would say on the, and this is not a conversation, you got to make 60 contacts a day, though that would be great for your business, but that's not what we're trying to convey today. We, I just want to get the message across that I want you to be thinking about every transaction you've ever done in your career. Every transaction you've ever done in your career started with an initial contact. Whether they called you off of a direct mail and you contacted them, whether you called a FISBO, meaning you contacted them, whether or not you did a social media ad and captured a lead and you contacted them, uh, if it's your past client, they contacted you. If you called your past clients, you contacted them. In other words, there's never been a commission check that did not originate from a contact. If you will believe that as a truth, which I do, and I can't imagine anybody could argue with this. If you believe that, and that is a truth for you, then you have to understand contact equals closings. So if you want more closings, you have more contacts. That's why domino one has to be contacts. Has to be contacts. Why don't you take the second domino and the appointment? Yeah. Because so I, I think you, are you going to talk about MAP? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Why don't you explain yeah. that? You do a good job at that. Yeah. So domino number two, you've taken the time and the effort. You've got your um, you've got your contact right now. Now you've got to actually set the appointment. And I mentioned earlier in the intro, agents set appointments all the time in or, or get leads all the time, but they don't set appointments because they typically will. They one, they want to ask for the appointment Two, they think that there's this huge process that they have to go through and somebody's going to come out and be like, my gosh, why don't you set an appointment so we can come over and talk about listing my property? And it's not, that's not how it happens. Okay. There's three things that you want to be able to get out of a conversation with your contact. And once you have those three things, then you're going to be able to have a powerful listing presentation or a powerful appointment. And we use an acronym called MAP and that's M-A-P. The first one is the M is for motivation. So when you think about Motivation, a lot of us are actually talking about reasons. So we're referring to sellers and somebody says, yes, I am actually thinking about selling and moving to Florida. Okay, Florida, great. What's got you going down there? Well, we're going to move down there because I'm getting ready to retire. And we just want to be closer to uh, closer to the beach. Oh, it's a great reason. And we stop. That's not motivation. That's a reason. They're moving to Florida because they want to be um, retired where it's warmer and be close to the beach. but motivation lies a few layers below the reason. So what's important about being by the beach? And then you find out, well, we've got uh, the grandkids and stuff down there. Most next layer of people will stop there. Oh, they're moving because they're grandkids. That's 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 the motivation. Oh, so when you, you guys go down there a lot? Yeah, we go down there a lot. How old are your grandkids? And you find out that they're six and eight. And they're just starting t-ball and softball. Oh my gosh, you've got to love that. We absolutely love going to their games. And the other thing is both parents work. So last time we were down there, we got to pick them up from preschool. And now you start hearing them talk and they're sounding different. And that's getting closer what the motivation is. 
So the moving to Florida is a reason. Their motivation is the way that they feel when they're with their grandkids, a few layers deep. When you know motivation, now you've got that, that reasoning, that drive, and you're going to use that in further conversations, okay? And, and probably not enough time on this podcast to talk about that, but motivation is critical. It's beyond the reason that you're actually looking at making a move. The second or the second one in the in the acronym is ability. And do they have the ability to sell? And a lot of times people will think in this market, well, I mean, everybody's got equity. Of course, they have the ability to sell. There's a lot of appointments that go wrong because we don't really know who the decision makers are. We're talking to someone on the phone. We set an appointment. We go out there. We're in the middle of a listing presentation. We did an unbelievable job. They say, this was great. You did really, really good. I love everything that you said. Perfect. All we need to do is take care of the paperwork now so we can get work, get to get to work for you. Oh, well, I've got a partner on this. Or I've got somebody else that guides me on this. Oh, I actually need to go through all this stuff with my CPA. So understanding that somebody's got the ability to sell goes beyond just the fact that they have got equity in the property. Are the decision makers there? Can they actually do this transaction when you show up? Do they have the ability to do that? So we've got motivation, we've got ability, and then we've got price. And this is probably the most common metric or the most common thing that's that's left behind when somebody sets an appointment to go meet with a seller. And we're talking about their price. What's their idea of the value? When you show up, what are they going to be expecting in terms of price? And the reason that we miss out on this a lot of times is because we're afraid to ask. And we're afraid to ask because we're afraid we're going to get the answer of, well, you know what, that's what you're the expert. I want you to tell me. I don't want to tell you my price. We understand we're at the beginning stage with this person. They may not want to give us the price right off the bat, but we need to understand where are they coming from? If we show up without knowing what their expectation of the value is, then when we show up and we go through all of our data and we show them what the market's telling us, we find out then that they were expecting to get $100,000 more than what the market's going to bear. What happens? At that point, we're stuck. We lose any leverage, any way to have an actual strong presentation because now they're saying, no, I wanted to get $100,000 more than this. I'll just wait. And now we don't have anything to do except either give in and say, well, you know what? Yeah, maybe I was wrong. Maybe maybe we can get you $100,000 more. So we lose all credibility in what we just presented. Or we take an overpriced listing when we could have actually just had some conversations about, you know what, here's what the market's saying. You want $100,000 more. Can I ask you, like, what makes your property so much different than the other ones that we've seen on here? And then you can have a real conversation. So motivation, yeah. ability, and price are the three requirements to be able to go in and have a really strong listing presentation. And of course, that's domino number two, which leads us to the actual listing presentation. Yeah, and I'll take that one. And so, you know, we talked also a long, uh, not a long time ago, but for many years, we've talked about the process of information gathering and then information giving. 
And so uh, for those of you, information gathering, think of a doctor. You know, when you go to the doctor, you first see the nurse and the nurse asks you a bunch of questions. They say, where does it hurt? Where's this? How's this? What medications you're taking? They're gathering all this information. That's what Brendan just demonstrated with Matt. He's gathering all this information knowing that he's going to eventually make a presentation, just like the nurse gathers all this information, and then the doctor comes in and, and, and confirms a few things and then makes a presentation. So the doctor is the giver of information, and the nurse is the gatherer, Brendan. So in the appointment setting time, you got to be in gathering information mode. Now, the listing presentation is going to be the giving the information presentation. And we're not going to go through the listing presentation. If you ever get involved with our coaching, which is called Agent Success Academy, I do a lot of training on listing presentations and how to how to do them. But the key thing that you need to know about the listing presentation is this, is think of yourself as a performer and it's showtime. So we want to take it serious. Like if you've ever went to a Broadway play in New York or maybe just a, a play somewhere in another city, you know, and you think about it because I love plays and, and on, on Broadway. And one of the things is I'm just inspired by how professional these performers on has, how, how often they get out there and, and don't make a mistake for hours they're performing and there's no mistakes. Or if they make a mistake, I surely don't know about that mistake. I, I don't recognize it. It's it's so subtle. They covered it up so much. I want you to be thinking about the listening presentation is the one thing that if you will master the listening presentation like that Broadway performer mastered their performance. If you do that and you do what Brendan just said, which is like really know and um, their motivation, know the ability and know their pricing, you gather all that information. That's a combination. You've gathered, now you've given an unbelievable presentation. Uh, only other thing I'm going to say about the presentation, again, because it just that's an hour-long conversation in itself, is a lot of agents lose the listing because of the lack of ability to present price. So a lot of agents will lose their listing because they do a poor presentation on price. That doesn't mean you tell them the wrong price. You're not presenting price in a in, in in the best way. So I always say, never go in with one price. Always go in with one price range and give them three pricing strategies, and then let them choose which one will work best for them. Okay, go ahead. Why don't you finish off with the fourth domino? Yeah. So we'll take it right from there, from that um, that segue yeah. of price, and finish up. The fourth domino, which you can do all the first three, you can go and do the activities to set a lead, to get a lead. You can try and set an appointment, then you can go on the listing presentation. But here is where it all comes down to you actually taking the listing. You have to ask for the business. Domino number four is you have to ask for the business. How many listings are lost? And maybe think back, have I left a listing appointment when I thought I did a great job and then we were sitting there looking at each other and then it was like, okay, well, any other questions? And then they say, nope, thanks a lot. We'll get back to you. And now you're like, oh my gosh, I'm standing up and I'm walking out of this house right now without the listing paperwork. Agents lose listings more in that scenario than anything in the first three dominoes. Because a lot of times you don't do the first three, you don't even have the chance. You never had a shot at it. You had a shot at it. You've got to ask for the business. So let's back up to where Greg mentioned price. We're going to go from price 
And here's a couple of things that you can do to make sure that you're finishing up and asking for the business. One, you have confidence in what you presented. Mr. And Mrs. Seller, based on the things that I showed you tonight and the price range that I suggested for you, where do you guys believe that you want to start the listing in order to make sure we present enough value for the buyers to choose your home? And when they do that, they choose one of those prices. Perfect. I agree 100%. They just told you like, hey, we're ready. We're, we're ready to hire you. It's one of these prices in this range. They didn't object to that. We're good. That's a soft um, a, a soft little um, ask for the business, but now we need to we need to lock it down. And Mr. And Mrs. Seller, do you guys feel that you know based on meeting me and what I'm going to do from a marketing perspective that I'm going to be a great fit for you? Yes, we do. Great. When they said yes, we do. Now all we need to do a couple pieces of marketing paperwork and we'll be able to get to work for you. And then you slide the paperwork over and there we go. We have to ask for the business. We can do a couple of things ahead of time to make sure that we're there with them. But when we ask for the business, they're usually going to say yes. The other part is understand there was no close in there. There was no like, I've got to find the six different types of closes so I can just keep beating them up. The perfect close to a listing presentation, it's just an extension. It's just a natural progression of I got information from them on what their motivation was. I supplied market information. I gave options. They chose an option. And now the last thing to do is we just have to work together. And a great listing presentation just ends naturally in, naturally in us signing paperwork. But they usually don't say, hey, where do I sign? We still have to ask for the business. You know, I think I heard a statistic one time. Um, it, might, it was in some sales organization. And... Uh, that was doing some national research. And they said the average salesperson asks for the business or closes less than one time per presentation, per meeting. Yeah. So I so guess it, less, less than, than one time means sometimes they don't ask at all, right? That means, yes, they, they're not asking at all, which is yeah. what you're describing. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and you got to understand the seller expects you to ask they know that you're there your salesperson to, to get the, yeah we're salesperson they're look they're actually interviewing somebody for a sales position and then we failed to demonstrate that we are a salesperson mm -hmm. so you got to understand it's deeper than just you need to close and ask for the business it's like by not asking for the business if you think that oh it just wasn't appropriate like let me tell you it's never not appropriate to ask for the business as a salesperson and whether you call yourself an advisor or a consultant i can promise you they are not looking for a real estate advisor they're not looking for a real estate uh, consultant they're looking for a real estate salesperson to sell their home yeah. that is the job that you're that you're that you're interviewing for yeah. So if you have a, a, a kind of a, a negative emotion uh, with being labeled as a salesperson, then you need to kind of set that aside for a moment while you're at that list and presentation. And you're marketing, you're advertising, call yourself whatever you want to. But when you're in that list and presentation, you got to ask for the business. So there's the four dominoes. We got it, it, every, every deal is going to start with a contact. So contact is going to be the first domino that must fall over. But don't make a contact for the sake of making a contact. Make a contact for the sake of setting an appointment. 
And when you get to that appointment, it's showtime, baby. You go out there and you perform just like they're performing on Broadway. And then after the performance, like Brendan said, asking for the business is a natural progression. Just ask for the business. When I say, hey, these are the three options, pricing strategy options, I'm just kind of curious, Brendan, which pricing strategy should we start with? That's a simple ask right there. All right, Brennan, good job on that. Uh -huh. I think that we uh, got that kind of done. For those of you that want some additional uh, coaching free, go to our Real Estate Sales Solutions Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and like or join the Real Estate Sales uh, Solutions Facebook page. It's free. We're constantly uh, putting content on there as we think of new things to talk about and to share with uh, with you all. Um, well, a lot of this stuff is stuff that you know we've shared with our agents and helped them grow. And then, of course, you go to realestatesalessolutions.com and check out some additional coaching there. All right, man. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. soon.